good afternoon everybody and i'm andrews from the bible day network thank you for joining me once again today to share in god's word and i trust that after listening to this tape you'll be blessed so much today i'm talking about priorities a priority is something chosen above many options presented the choices you make from the many options presented to you from time to time determines how you spend your days for example someone can choose to pray six hours daily that decision and if he does it that person has spent his day praying for that particular time another person too might have the same time but use it for other things so priority is about choosing what is best for you over many options available for you to choose from that is priority life is not just about the physical the bible says jesus is the way the truth and the life so the person who does not have jesus does not have eternal life therefore each person here is sent on assignment by god and it is because of this assignment that the many things we can use our lives to do must be altered so that it will fit or it will match what the agenda of god for our lives now because many of many people don't know what god has called them to do or what god brought them on this earth to do they end up doing other things only to later realize that they had been doing something bad or they have been doing something which in eternity does no hold you okay so if you're a child of god that is if you are born again you have an advantage over the world because you are connected to the source of life which is god but you don't end there the fact that i'm connected to the source doesn't mean i've gained everything from the source it's just like a plant many plants are in the soil right but if the plant if the roots of the plants doesn't have the the system of sucking nutrients from the soil the plant will still be in the soil but it will die with time you have to have relationship with god i mean personal one it is true we go to church it is true we listen to tapes it is true we administration it is true we watch christian videos it is true we watch programs on tv but all of these are not substitutes to the relationships you must have personally with god hallelujah relationship with god is based on intimacy the more intimate you have with God through prayer, through the reading of the word, through the studying of the word, 
through giving thyself wholly to the service of God makes you grow in intimacy with God. And because when they okay, when this is done, many things in your life which you prioritize higher than God will rather be exchanged for doing God's will. Okay, for example, let's say I have five dollars. That five dollars I could have used to buy something good for my body. But because I have an intimate relationship with God and the Holy Spirit tells me to give that money out to a needy person, God has altered my priority. And I have no option than to give. Hallelujah. So if you're not intimate with God, you might it is hard to know his will if you're not intimate with God. Because we live in a realm of time, time has become a commodity. Whether we like it or not, we spend time. But how you spend your time and what you use your time to do will determine your priorities. Many people don't really place a check on how they spend their days. They just they oh today it is morning let's go to work let's join some folks let's join some friends let's hang out then the day will end it. what they are complaining that they are not able to do they end up doing other things which profits them so little there are many people who complain about not having time to read meanwhile they are the same people who can sit by two hour movies and watch without any iota of sleep coming into their eyes these are people who by reason of not being able to use their time wisely have mastered in doing things which will please their their selfish intuitions rather than God okay so what you have to do is you have to place a down check on what you use your time to do if you don't state out your priorities it will be defined for you for example when I wake up in the morning almost every morning I write as many things I could remember I must do that day and after that particular day i mark myself if the ones i'm not able to do i'm sincere to my, myself i mark it wrong and the ones i'm able to do i mark it correct the ones i'm not able to do if it is possible i should transfer it to the other day i i transfer it and i this has made me deal with a lot of procrastination in the many things i I do. I do many things, but sometimes people just get surprised. You, you are just one person. How come you are able to do all these things? It is not that special. It is just that I have taken time to to place a check on what I use my time, my energy to do. Hallelujah. You have to choose God above all things. When I say this, I don't mean that every time sitting in the Bible, sit 
by the Bible 24 hours. No, I'm saying that in all things, look at the God's perspective of understanding before you vouch for it. Okay, so for example, food is no, it's not bad. But if you are fasting, I mean fasting in abstinence from food because there are other types of fasting. And in the process of fasting, food becomes evil for you. So at that instance, when you are even tempted to eat, that intuitional remembrance of fasting must come into you so that you choose God above what your flesh desires. The Bible says there is nothing good in the flesh. John 6, 63. He said, the words I speak unto you, those are Jesus' words. They are spirit and they are life. The flesh profits nothing. There is no profit in the flesh. There are three things in the world. The first one is the last of the flesh. <coughs> the second one is the last of the eyes. And the third is the pride of life. All men's, uh, all men's priorities or what they use their time to do hangs about these three things. I mean, men of the flesh, they hang about these three things. It's either what they are doing is inspired by lust of the flesh, inspired by lust of the eyes, or by the pride of life. These are characteristics of worldly people, what they use their time to do. So I'm going to describe it bit by bit for the sake of time. I'll be very brief. The last of the flesh means everything that seeks to please what your body desires, what your physical body desires. <coughs> Example is designed to wear a good clothes. For the sole purpose of pleasing people and not to honor God. Wearing a good clothes is not bad. But if you are wearing it because you want to please somebody, please redefine your thoughts. Right? Because we don't live unto human pleasing, we live unto God's pleasing. So if you are wearing something nice for yourself, do it in reverence to God. There are many people who dress in their best clothes, just wearing a visa for traveling, but they will just wear any tactile clothes and send it to church. That uh, in that situation, the the embassy is placed higher in terms of reverence in dressing than God. And God should be first in all things. Please think about this. The second one is the last of the eyes. It is all that which seeks to attract our attention based on the intentions derived after viewing other things with the physical eyes. Example is what happened in Genesis 3 6. The Bible says the woman saw the fruit pleasing to the eye. The eye was mentioned. Even though the woman knew that eating the fruit is forbidden, is disobedience, it is rebellion, 
because of the pleasure in the eye she forgot entirely about that commandment it is just like seeing uh, something you ought not to be done but because the, a desire is born in you to satisfy that desire is like all previous knowledge concerning it that it shouldn't be done it has been forgotten there are there are sometimes it do happen but if you give ourselves holy to god's word whatever you do check it from the scriptures before you proceed to do it the human body is the let me say it is what channels the manifestation of desires so when you check from the books of god and there is a prompting from the holy spirit that no this thing is no good in your body you will not do it that is response to the instruction given to you from the holy spirit hallelujah the third one is the pride of life the pride of life is all that which makes you do things just to be above others in the world you see there are people who measure people's lives based on what they have for example when a lady is 30 years old and some people and it's not married some people tend to say that oh you, you are 30 years old and you are not married you are aspiring you decide those people they, they have done nothing at all in life but we don't measure things goals we don't measure goals things in human perspectives god did not send you here to judge things by the word listeners he wants you to interpret things from your spirit before you give acclaimance or before you give the the correct sign for you to endorse it don't be deceived even jesus said that life that word translated life in luke 12 15 is called zoe that is eternal life so even in christ this eternal life does not consist of the abundance of possessions someone came to jesus and said that master divide the inheritance between him and his is it elder brother or younger brother one of them then jesus replied life does not consist of the abundance of possessions god does not want us to be poor please listen to this poverty is not godly but it doesn't mean that poverty should be endorsed poverty should not be endorsed by any christian but don't measure what god is doing in your life based on your physical possessions that would be wrong can i say this even before adam was created the resources that he he needs 
to ensure his life is fulfilled on earth was already made available god created everything before he made the man he didn't make the man before he created them under normal circumstances struggling must be out of the equation i'm, I'm not talking about suffering in christ i'm talking about struggling to get things done in god's way because the bible says in second timothy 3 12 that even the one who desires to live a godly life will suffer persecution yes so it is the reason why suffering in christ comes is because the systems of the world have corrupted the agenda of god so when a person isolates himself to stand for god the systems of the world fights the person that is why the person who decides to live a godly life suffers persecution hallelujah so if you are suffering persecution i encourage you to press on push on god is for you and the victory always in jesus name now i want to show you how to set priorities in god's way and i listed some four things here which will be good for you i went through the wedding saw these things so the first one is go for the word of god always i always tell myself and other people close to me that scan whatever comes your way with god's word before you endorse it so it doesn't matter who brings what who brings that situation or that encounter or that experience in your life if the word of god does not endorse it don't believe it hallelujah so it doesn't matter how pleasing the flesh looks like it's just like uh, what happened in genesis 3 the 4 Satan knew that the fruit was pleasing. So he used the serpent to create an intuition in the woman. And the woman too wasn't that strong in confirming the word of God. So when he saw the fruit pleasing to the eye, she didn't even remember that there is a commandment from God. From Elohim that she should know it and Adam too didn't recognize it so they all fail so I'm telling you go for the word of God always there's something called the glories of the world it's about many things fame popularity whatever the world brings to you which are not of God you must go for the word of God things will come to tempt you but go for God's word. God will not feel God is above every system in the world. Hallelujah. He can offer you more to trust God. Are you getting me? The second one is think before responding. I didn't say think before reacting, I said think before responding. Because a lot of people react without thinking. Yes. What shouldn't be so? reaction is is, is an is a spontaneous activity that comes based on exposure to something 
which is unusual. We as children of God must respond to things in God's perspective, not in the worldly perspective. The world can give you statistics, it can give you data, whatever not. But when you think and you check in your spirit that this thing is wrong, my friend, don't go for it. It doesn't matter how many insults you get for not taking that decision. Stand firm in Christ. Hallelujah. The, the third one is pray always. Prayer is very necessary. There was something Jesus did in Mark 1, 35-37. I don't read that scripture here. But Jesus got up early in the morning and he went to a solitary place to pray to pray then the disciples got up later on and searched for Jesus so he found him when he found when they found him then he said to them let's go to the nearby towns and villages to preach the gospel Jesus had several options because he was he was just beginning his ministry and everywhere they need they need the word of god so he had many options to uh of the towns to go but so during his prayer in the solitary place i call it the secret place god revealed to him where he should go that day it is the same way dawn prayers are very important if you don't spend time with god especially at dawn you'll be consumed with work and many times you might miss what God wants you to do that day. Don't be a slave to your daily routines. You must spend your day as God wants it. And that can be realized when you pray for God's duty what you must do that day. Hallelujah. The Bible says pray without season. So even though you may not physically be in one room praying always, five minutes, ten minutes, short prayers as you go about your daily duties. You pray, you fellowship with God. That is how we carry our personal relationship with God wherever we go. We spend time communicating with God. If you don't do this, you might be consumed by the systems of the world. You may not even realize it. There are many people who have drifted away from God just because they weren't intimate with God during the, the execution of their secular work. Okay. The last one is make intentional decisions and discipline yourselves to obey them. For example, in the Bible, think Genesis 18 or 19 about people uh, some kings fought uh, the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and other surrounding cities and then they took captive Lot which was Abraham's cousin with his possessions and other people then Abraham then he was called Abraham by then he fought he went attacked them fought them rescued all of them then he had many possessions then the king of Sodom told him that he should give him the people and then Abraham should take 
their possessions. Then Abraham told him, he told the king that he had sworn to the Almighty God that he would not take anything from him. But before the, the war, there was nothing in the Bible that says that Abraham sworn. That means Abraham took that decision in his mind. And when the time came for him to choose the priority, because it was easy for Abraham to, I mean, take possessions. He, he wants to be rich, right? Yes. So if possessions has come, it was easier to choose. But because of that situation, oh no, because of that oath he took some times past, it made it easier for him to know or distinguish between good and bad. You must trust God always. But there are certain decisions you must take for yourself. Hallelujah. These are some of the things I want to show you concerning priority. You are a blessing for joining me. And I would want you to rate this podcast. Share it if you are blessed with others. You can share the link. Share it with your friends. And let this message get to people who need them. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. You can write some notes down for yourself and be disciplined to reread them after you've gone for it. Don't be people who just come take notes and only to just close the book. It's not me. So, thank you for joining me. Once again, my name is Andrews from the Bible Daily Network. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Bye-bye.